Give you, you you go cash for gold. You you G, call us G four G. We'll send you a bag. You fill it with gold and yep. send it back to us. That's <laughs> the sweetest scam I've ever heard of. Yep. Test the iceberg. It's all on the surface, baby. Episode one forty eight forty nine. Sorry, that was close. My bad. We yeah, went well, back in time. Too many to count by now. If we did go back in time, we get to experience the after. Our viewers story, just yeah. closed it. They're like, oh, I already saw this one. <laughs> yeah, I already read this one. I already saw it with my yeah. ears. I watched the little audio levels. <laughs> yeah. Get it on mute. He likes to watch them. Kevin, it's been a busy week. Has been. Things have been. People have been dying. Yep. Uh, people are getting married. Uh, Chad, uh, what's his name? Kruger. Kruger. Avril Lavigne. And Avril Lavigne. Chavril. What? As the internet. Finally. Shut up. You didn't hear this. Tell me. Did you actually no. hear this? No. No, you I did not hear this? I didn't hear about this. This is great. I'm hearing about it now. <laughs> I love that he didn't time. hear it. Uh, mm. Chad Kruger of Nickelback. Never made an answer. Yeah. Yeah. And Avril Lavigne <laughs> of Avril Lavigne. Never oh, look at this one. photograph. <laughs> look at this photograph. Guy. What's the age gap on those two? Age guy? What? Age gap? Age. I'd say like eighty years. <laughs> At least. Like no, no, no. It's it's uh, Avril. They're about four or five years apart. Avril no. Lavigne is our yeah, yeah. age. No, no, she's not. She's a couple years older. No, she's no. our age. No, she's a couple years older. She's, she's like my age. No, we are twenty-four. Yeah, <laughs> we're twenty-three. She's our age. Yeah, yeah. she's like a year older than us. So, okay. yeah. Chad Kruger's Chad Kruger's in his late nineties. No, he's not that old. He just he's a he's a hard thirty. <laughs> he just looks rough around the edges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's a match made in uh, in Earth. They no, that was some forty-one guy. Yeah, that was some. No, they broke up long ago, didn't they? And that's news to me, too. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that. Musicians should just stop dating each other and as, start dating as, me. Uh, there you go. Uh, I'll, I'll date Avril Lavigne. I'll bite that bullet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's Look, the, guys, I know I know someone's got to do it. If someone has to. I'll take I, it. I could be her boyfriend. I'll do this. Hey, hey, you, you. Yeah. I'll suck that bullet. <laughs> I could be your boyfriend. Singing <laughs> yeah. oh, outside her house. <laughs> as long as she still has every outfit from this that music video. Level. Yep. <laughs> just imagine the, okay. the fucking musically untalented baby they would have. Yeah. Just terrible. Oh, God. Awful. Because you know they both convince it to start its own music. The second coming of yeah. Chumbawamba. <laughs> They'd be like, it's so easy, you don't even have to be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just drop some mushrooms yeah. and sing about horrors. Just make noise and or an people like You case. just have to be uh, from Canada and radio stations have to play you. It's the <laughs> rules. <laughs> this is like the Canadian royal family now. Chancon, it's great. You keep getting your foot wrapped in that cord. <laughs> I know, I hate it. <laughs> Careful. Uh, this week you have myself, Lee. Arlie is joining yeah, us. What's up? Trevin is here. <laughs> uh, okay. And yes. Crystal's here off mic doing something on her phone. Uh, we had the beer of the week I this week. I, I grabbed it. Uh, Waterloo! Waterloo! <laughs> so it's Waterloo Taster Pack. Uh, we got three different flavors. We have Dark. We have, uh, so mine's the original dark, yours is the traditional IPA, and Trevin's is the... Authentic amber. Ooh, I like it. I like the okay. alliteration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yours is the only one with the alliteration, but... Yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, how do you, how's everybody like their respective beers? Uh, mine's decent. It's okay. Mm. It's not, uh, overly bitter for an IPA. No, this dark Which, is alright. Uh, and your amber? You might actually like it. It's pretty tasty. It's, it's oh. a home run for Waterloo. For 6.8, it's pretty tasty. 
Yeah, no, they're strong beers too. Oh, they're not fucking around. Water wow, this IPAs mess less than amber? That's strange. Apparently, that yeah. doesn't happen often. Handmade by brewmasters. Although, one thing and hang with me, guys. Handmade because I, I I have tried the dark and amber on a, a previous occasion because I sell those by the single can. Yeah, mm. and I found because ambers and darks are usually like fairly. No rich, need to get racist. Rich beers, like lots of layers and shit. Yeah, like onions, I found like that, ogres. Uh, that they don't have it. Like they're okay. they're fairly like flat on the flavor. Uh, These scale. like easy drinking. Yeah, but like not. No, that like I've had a billion diff- better amber beers, but they're 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 fine. Why? No, no, they're good. I'm just what, saying. Okay, like, no, no, it just reminded me of this funny story <laughs> about beers. No, about buying jeans. We well, <laughs> have to States. share it now. So I'm in the states yesterday. <laughs> I'm buying jeans, and I'm like, you, you, you've bought jeans. It's hard as... I have at some point in my life bought everyone's jeans. Everyone's bought jeans. I have been trying to buy a new pair of jeans Fuck, it's for so, fucking... Dude, it's so hard to find like, the right Navy. fit, the right cut. 14 months or something. Yeah. Yeah, how long's your leg? How long's your leg? 34. 30, a 34. Okay, 34, 36, man. Old Navy. Head to Old Navy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm telling you. A lot of companies just stop at 32. No, no, no. Dude, Old see, Navy this cut, is the thing. Your legs are different from his legs. They're not going to fit him the same way they no, fit no, you. No, no, because there's a lot. There's different cuts at Old Navy. There's, there's different ones cuts that, everywhere you go. No, no, no but at Old Navy, like, uh, like you know, uh, uh, every different cut, a 34 or a 36 is different. Something that you might fit a 32 in a certain kind of cut, but a 36 does it in another cut. So head to Old Navy, man. That's the way to do it. Uh, I'll, I'll try, uh, no, if they have I'll jeans that fit out. me, they'll have jeans that fit you. Yeah. No, it's not jeans that fit. There are jeans that fit, but there are jeans that fit right. These, these yeah. will be I'm, good. They'll I'm, hug. They'll hug got, in the right areas. I'm picking about width, too. Like exactly. You don't want everything. the thighs to be all baggy. <laughs> you don't want them to like close yeah. in at the ankle or anything. Okay, I'm so not a big fan of boot cut. The, the, yeah, the slight I'm, flare at the it bottom. It flares out a little too much I used, to, I used to exclusively wear boot cut jeans all the time. Did I you wear boots, I was, though? I thought about I was a cowboy or something. I'm all about the straight leg. Yeah, straight leg now. You gotta have boots, like serious boots. Yeah. yeah. You gotta need the boot cut to get them. Yeah. Anyway, Trevor is buying jeans. So yeah. I'm all over the place. I was like hitting up TJ Maxx, Kohl's, Target. Well, yeah, if you're buying fucking jeans at Target, you're not going to find ones that they're going to be generic, just fit all ass jeans. Dude, my best jeans I bought at Sears. Yeah, but Sears is an institution. <laughs> you see, <laughs> no, they're like, yeah. but, but they sell Levi's and. Uh... Listen, like, yeah, they sell in those places. You can have I jeans specifically made for you. And Nevada were the ones be... that fit me right. Oh. Levi's, I've managed to get ones that fit me right oh. at J.C. Penney. I got it. Probably because there's the dude that they they like base the jeans off of is your shape. Mm. J.C. Penney's also just like Sears. Bring bring oh. String Bean Peterson in here. Let's try these jeans on him. See, I tried Levi's at they other places good. though. I just I finally found the right cut at a J.C. Penney. Yeah, are you wearing so, them right now? No. Oh. These are just my spare jeans. These oh, fit yeah. okay. They look terrible. <laughs> you look terrible. Yeah. So, hey. you're not even wearing jeans. You're wearing fucking gym shorts. Hell so. yeah. <laughs> swim trunks, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, they are swim These trunks. These are versatile. They I'm have going the water. for my nuts. Can they you go swimming trunks. in your jeans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, can, you, can you piss right through your shorts into the toilet? <laughs> I'm buying these Didn't jeans, and I'm so. like, I'm looking for the right wash now, because I'm looking for a 32-32. Uh-huh. So... I'm That's like perfect vision. I can't find a 3232 so I'm like do you guys have the Levi's 509 in a 3232 she's like we uh, don't speak Canadian let me take a look and she's like sort of like uh, rifling through them she's like uh, any specific wash I'm like I don't know the names Acid of the wash. washes I'm like uh, I don't want them too light I'm like uh, something kind of blue I see this is the thing though <laughs> she's she's uh, of, of African descent so okay. she's helping me out you know whatever like I don't give a shit about that so I'm like what yeah <laughs> I I'm like, yeah, no, I just want something kind of blue, no blacks. <laughs> and in my brain, I'm just like, even though, even though it's a completely innocent thing to say, it was there's in something context. in my brain that just says, 
shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it was completely in context. Unlike Arlie's black-up plans, that was completely uh, a Freudian slip. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, you, tr- you try to play it off. I'm so, like, to- yeah, you know, something in the blues, uh, no blacks. So after you said that... I just that- continue looking at the jeans and, like, I'm look- <laughs> trying to just keep <laughs> occupied. <laughs> so after you said that, did you buy a pair of black jeans just to be like, it's cool? No, Which eventually you up I ended up like getting the, a, one of these. a 31 waist 32 leg, and it fit me better than 32 32s in other cuts. And she's like, else. no blacks, huh? It's a transfer. Uh huh. And then she left. What was that? It's strong that black woman. Who don't well, you no can't man. handle the blacks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you couldn't handle them anyway. Looks you up and down. <laughs> Body language. <laughs> you couldn't have the black anyway, white boy. Anyway. <laughs> you could have a black, black pair of pants. <laughs> she she away, like Mick Jagger. No, she went in the back to check for them. She came back. She's like, yeah, we, we don't have any. I'm like, okay, well, thanks anyway. Heaving breasts just fall yeah. on the place. Well, she, she's kind of petite, but, uh, you know. Kind of petite. Yeah, she's, a, she's a smaller build. You hit that? I would have. <laughs> But I couldn't handle the black. <laughs> well, obviously you could not. <laughs> you, heard, you heard my policy. No black. <laughs> I have it laminated on a card in my, my wallet. No my, black. My gene policy. No blacks. <laughs> Is that with a J or a G? <laughs> <laughs> my gene policy. Oh, good night, everybody. That was good. That's all. Oh. Uh, so we lost. Uh, we lost someone. We lost uh, uh, when Tony Stark. Scott, when did that Tony happen? Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Yeah, wow, that was fucking shocking to um, me. I think anyway. that was within this week that we haven't recorded, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- uh, Tony Scott. It was like the day after the last yeah. cast. Uh, like, director, producer, of course, he made Top Gun and uh, True Romance, True Romance, and, amongst uh, other things. Uh, last he Boy Scout. committed suicide by jumping off a bridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's the same. You know, I kind of like that 68. one. As far no, as committing suicide goes, it's clean and it's fun for the suicider too. But he, uh, <laughs> it's fun. Well, yeah, he, it's like bungee jumping, except you die at the end. So. He had inoperable, oh, kind of painless cancer, too, because you're dead before. He, you no, no, he, that's uh, that's been disproven. The family disproved no? that, they, but now they're know. doing the autopsy and they'll find out. Science okay. will prove it. The the story was he had inoperable brain t- uh, cancer and he jumped off the bridge to kill himself. But then it was out that like no, he didn't well, have brain cancer at all. If you well, had an operable brain cancer, wouldn't you? Uh, well, it depends. I mean, if he was already in pain or he knew he was going to be in pain. But it's kind of weird that, um, again, he's only 68. He's uh, oh. he, he had stuff on the docket. Like, the dude was working. They were doing Top Gun 2. That well, maybe it's fucking, that he jumped off the Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> I saw the script for Top Gun 2, yep. and I'm just taking myself out of the game. I don't need yeah, to. Yeah, not, uh, not having it. How do they do Top Gun 2? How does that even make sense? I don't know, man. Iceman did. <laughs> Iceman did. Goose did. <laughs> Push it to the limit. That was Scarface. Uh, Top Gun was Danger Zone. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. To the Danger Zone. Maybe he's listening to that before he jumped off the bridge. Maybe he just got too amped up. Too <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just headbutting the steering wheel and stuff. Anyway, so that's a bummer. And then on the song, that, uh, no, yeah. that, that's out of taste. Oh, first first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong, passed away this weekend. Uh, he was 82. And he was just on Dancing with the Stars last year, too. He was just on the moon. Yeah. He was just there. It was, like, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like in human history... He breathed too much moon like, dust. He was just there. Yeah. it's uh, He had got cancer from the moon. It's a conspiracy. The moon is actually moon solid is asbestos. Yes. Uh, it, is, it is one big pile of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> 
So all the, all the dust off of Earth coagulated into a ball. <laughs> what uh, do we have any moon truthers here? Does anybody here believe that humans were not put on the moon? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that uh, every every yeah. fucking armchair fucking uh, conspiracy, conspiracy theorist. theorist was all over the fact that. <laughs> Are there any non-armchair just another... active conspiracy theorists? That, like, press hat? <laughs> Excuse me. No, they're, they're act- they go to the funeral on the moon? And shit, and they're just like. <laughs> Uh, you know Neil Armstrong, uh, for, first he, hero, yeah. first man on the moon. <clears throat> that's debatable. <laughs> Everyone in <laughs> the audience looks at him. It's Buzz Aldrin, the second man on the moon. He's <laughs> <laughs> all jealous and shit. That's debatable. I've been there. I didn't see footprints. I was supposed to be the first, and I turned my back, and the motherfucker jumped out the door. Oh. <laughs> Cut the Buzz Aldrin when he was on the moon. He's like scuffing out all the footprints. Fucking asshole! Fuck you! Fuck! Kicks over the flag. <laughs> Fuck you! Kicks over the flag. Pisses on it. This dick for you. Pisses on the moon. Magic school bus. Floats over. Pissing on the moon. Pissing on the moon. Hey, I say, I could just piss all day. Some say, amazing. Pissing my cares away. So the coolest thing I uh, I always considered about the moon was uh, psychologically it's in space it's in space <laughs> uh, psychologically they when they when the astronauts came back from that mission they they interviewed them uh, and and none of them lost their minds which I thought was interesting because well it's not like a Mars trip it no, doesn't but, take nine no, months no 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 it's not there. the time it's the fact that you'd be standing mm-hmm. on this rock oh, in yeah. space looking at everything like there's the earth that's where everything is the only life you know to exist in the universe yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah. all on that little and like dot. you're like it, it, in the worst case scenario if i freak out or something goes terribly wrong how the fuck long does it take me to get from here to there <laughs> like yeah. i can't yeah, just like walk you, back because you know how homesick this like eventually no matter where you are you're like man to be home in my own bed would be cool could you imagine being that many thousand kilometers away dude you're asking bed? if the guy on the moon went insane think about the russian astronauts who were living on that fucking space station but that's closer parachute from there. but they're up there for longer <laughs> yeah you're still looking at the earth and living out in space yeah but if they go back home before they're supposed to they'll probably be assassinated you're like, like your long stints up there you're like if someone accidentally breaks the hull of this thing we lose all our oxygen no one back there's gonna hear us scream hey earth help <laughs> well not in english <laughs> Help! 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 <laughs> That's still English. They, they speak English with an accent in Russia. Uh, so, you know, it would be cool to uh, to meet the first man on the moon. I don't know. It'd be cool. Actually, interesting you should bring that up. I met him the, while uh, I was buying jeans. The president actually had a... Uh, who was the president at the time? Reagan? No. Uh, Kennedy. No, that was long before Kennedy. Reagan. But there was a... He was actually Kennedy had... dead? Or was he still alive when the moon happened? He was alive. What was it? 69? No. 69. died in 64. No. We are going to the moon, and we're going to beat China there. We are full of stars, no, no, and we are full of stars. The moon was earlier. It was like 63 or 64. No, yeah. 1963, 1968. Maybe I could easily look this up. Maybe 68. Well, Kennedy died in like 63 anyways, or 64. The president the at the moon. time had actually a speech. You can look up and see this speech. He had a speech prepared for if the astronauts died on the trip and didn't come back. And what was yeah. the speech? I can't remember off the top of my head. It's fucked up, though, when you think they, about it. Yeah. Uh, didn't make it. Like, <laughs> like Google that right now. It, it's fucked up. Because then it's like, that would fuck up space travel for the future of Earth, like, for no, goddamn people, decades. People still try it. No, no, because China's been there since Because then. then the people would be like, no, don't send anyone to the moon or out in space. They'll just die. Um, You're strapping us to a bomb and shooting us into the sky. No, no, no. Cause no, I no, because mean... rocks are blown up with people in them and shit, and people still... Yeah. Uh, 1959? This guy's moving the, unman, uh, the first human-made pro- object to reach the surface of the moon was the Soviet's Luna 2 mission on uh, September 13th, 1939. Uh, 
Boom! Uh, the United States Apollo was the first ma- uh, manned mission to land on the moon on the 20th of July, 1969. Boom. Okay, what's his name? So, so that, who, who Kennedy was, was dead for a long then. time. Okay, and can we do an impression of him reading the, uh, they fucked up? Yeah, uh, if we find the fucked up speech. U.S. President. Moon landing failure speech. Moon landing failure speech. Richard Nixon. Oh, oh yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's fucking Nam, they're Korea or one of those. Zom at that next yeah. that'd be Nom. Nom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was like nineteen fifty. Uh president speech uh what failure? Failure speech. Uh doomsday speeches. D Day if D Day and Moon Landing had failed. Okay, I think I Oh failed. here we go. Yeah, yeah. Someone say something while it loads. So um We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Yeah. A uh, good place to get some uh non authentic Mexican food in the United States. Paradisos. I like their it's seafood right. enchiladas. Yeah, yeah. Did you stop at? You didn't stop at uh, Ooh, that big burrito place. Cudobas, maybe. Cudobas well, makes s- big burritos, and I fucking s- love them. They have cherry of- coke on tap. Sweet. That's the dream. Speaking <laughs> of seafood, ever been to Joe's Crab Shack? Haven't. Maybe it's a. I don't know if they have it everywhere. Hmm. It was everywhere in Florida, but <laughs> in the event of a moon disaster, here we go. Fate has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. These brave men, Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin, uh, known for uh, uh, known that there is no hope, hope for their recovery, but they also know that there is no hope for mankind. Uh, that there is hope for mankind in their sacrifice. These two men are laying down their lives in mankind's most noble goal, the search for truth and understanding. They'll be mourned by their families and friends. They'll be mourned by the nation. Uh, they'll be mourned by the people of the world. Like, this be is mourned. fucked up. He wrote out this whole thing and was ready to give this speech if they died. Well, I gotta be ready. He, he doesn't want to just, like, ad-lib it. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> uh, so... Look, I'm not gonna fuck with you. They didn't let's, make it. <laughs> let's fucking face it, people. The moon is far away. It's, have you ever been to space? No, that's why you're alive. <laughs> I can count on my hands how many people I know who've been to space. Myself, one, one myself. <laughs> Number one, myself. Number, Number two, two, not da- the Chinese. David Bowie. <laughs> Number three. Uh, um, uh, in their explanation, they stirred the people of the earth to feel as one. In their sacrifice, they bind more tightly uh, the brotherhood of man. In ancient days, men looked at stars and saw their heroes in the constellations. In modern times, we do much the same. But our uh, heroes are epic men of flesh and blood. Others will follow and surely find their way home. Man's search will not be denied, but these men were the first, and they will remain the foremost in our hearts. For every human uh, being who looks at the moon and the nights uh, to come will know that there is some corner of another world uh, that is forever mankind. Prior to the president's statement, the president should telephone each of the widows-to-be. Uh, after the president's statement, at this, uh, at the point when NASA ends communications with the man, a clergyman uh, should adopt the same procedure as a burial at sea, commending their souls to the deepest of the deep, including uh, concluding with the Lord's Prayer. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. <laughs> How the fuck do we bury them? They're on the moon. Well, they, I imagine they shoot the ashes We're going to send a, uh, the Pope to space. It's the only way to, uh, to actually set these men... The Pope has died in space. I don't know if I want to go up there. German Pope? <laughs> Look, it's very important we get you onto this rocket. I'm having second thoughts. Hey, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> push him, push in. him into the rocket, which yep. just immediately blasts up. He's standing there. <laughs> <laughs> I never even saw it coming. That's how I got everybody to nom. <laughs> push them onto a boat. Push him into helicopters. <laughs> get in there. Okay, okay, you can go back home. Hey, what's that? Huh! <laughs> Tricky dick. <laughs> I should have known. That's how we got the name. Uh, yeah, Bush. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got, 
<laughs> Shoving going. people through open doors. Uh, so, Trevin, uh, I don't know why you need to be addressed specifically for this. Okay. You know. uh, it costs money to speak a foreign na- language in Burlington, Vermont, especially if you go there to eat. Anne-Marie Humbert discovered this the hard way after a gratuity fee was tacked onto a restaurant bill three different times at different restaurants. The last time it happened, the France-born Humbert, her husband, Steve Husley, Holsley, and her uh, nephew was eating at the splash of the boathouse and speaking French. At the end of the meal, the guts of the bill and wonder why it was so hefty. Then they realized there was an 80% gratuity that was tacked on. Common for parties, five more, but generally not added to checks for smaller groups. Three times uh, in less than one year, I thought. Uh, so apparently, um, in these particular restaurants... Well, now, this is, this is Vermont. It's right on the border where Montreal yeah. would be. Uh, but no, if you speak... Well, the question is, does any, are they bilingual there? No, Vermont? Shit, no. no. Yeah, I didn't English, think so. English, English. So how do they get their food? Well, they can still speak English. Okay. But, but when they're they speaking were French. at the table, well, they're talking, talking to each other. Oh. Like talking yeah. to each other? And it's... I thought they were trying to order in French. No. Because that would explain it. No, but... no, no. Why would they tack on gratuity for that? Because then they have to get someone in who speaks French and then translate it for them. And... Not necessarily. Well, you they can't point, they they can't can't point at the menu. I guess. But if you can't read English. You would read English. It's Vermont. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's Montreal. It's, People it's, speak English. It's not the reason you <laughs> think it is. It's not because uh, the Americans just hate French speakers or foreigners. It's Which because <laughs> uh, apparently uh, French Canadians are notorious for not tipping at all. So they charge oh. a gratuity automatically if they find that you are French, which is, I think, pretty French funny. Canadians, get it together. Uh, apparently, they've been known to, like, so on, on average, they just don't tip. They tip a dollar or nothing. Uh, so they just start tapping on, tacking on gratuity. So see, it's weird because it's weird. The uh, the the American stereotype of like the French, oh, the, the French it. Canadians live up to that more than actual French people. Like with the striped shirts and the berets and the ascots. And yeah, the like the French Canadians are trying to play up their Frenchitude so hard. <laughs> France is like, well, what the are you doing? <laughs> You're making us look like idiots. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's where it came not from. What we just... do. <laughs> no wonder we have never been to the moon. <laughs> hey, what's that over there? Hey, what's going on here? <laughs> zoot zoot up! Zoot <laughs> up! <laughs> yeah. Always. Was it shit, right? I don't know what allure means, but zoot is shit. <laughs> like big shiny shit. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've always understood it to mean. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> it, after 24, uh, 25 years, Microsoft has finally decided to change their logo, Trevin. Oh, oh cool. You know the Windows logo. Yeah, I like it. With the little pixely well, trails coming off it. It's about the same. <laughs> well, but they, less wavy. It's, it's a little bit more... Um, it seems like a step back. It's a little more mod. It's, it's not a step back as much as it is just, yeah, more modern and like... Yeah, just, just simplistic. Hey, you know. <laughs> three colored squares, Microsoft. And it still looks like a, a little like a cross-panel window. Uh, what's that? What did I say? Three. Uh, <laughs> I can't see yellow. <laughs> try so. <laughs> it's a try so. Well, only th- three primary colors, right? Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's going to show up on uh, all your Windows products. Of course, uh, Windows 8 coming out pretty soon, so prepare to, for that to be a pile <laughs> of shit for the first few months. I'm still stuck on XP. Dude, XP's like the shit. There's still the never best been a reason that. to go past XP yet. They should release XP2. It's just yeah. XP, but faster. But with, like, <laughs> update compatibility. Update compatibility. Access mainframe. <laughs> Access. How is Reboot the only, like, show that does computer references properly uh like still to this day like, techno- like technology and video game references yeah i don't know because you still see fucked up shit in shows where they're talking like here's the thing with with shows um <laughs> with any, with any, with well, any shows. they have to appeal to the lowest common denominator using a computer in any way shape or form it 
if they're doing something that's too futuristic because it's clearly been designed just for the show, yeah. or they're using a regular computer, there's always something that's staged or set up. That, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's keyboard. not how computers work. Like, yeah. if they're going through, like, a database of FBI most wanted criminals, the dude's not just typing relentlessly while faces pop up. That's not how yeah. that shit works. Uh, Enhance. Anyway. Zoom in on that, that screw head. Enhance. Look at the reflection on that screw head. I love that they have, like, There's uh, the killer. They can have... <laughs> there he is. Oh, God. It can't be. Yes, that's right. It's me. <laughs> His face is a bunch of pixels. <laughs> I would have got away with it too if we'd actually have landed on the moon. Are you drunk? <laughs> I'm never not Here, what's drunk. What's that? <laughs> you want to know my secret? I'm always drunk. I'm always drunk. Um, prisoner uses dummy in escape attempt. <laughs> Did he make the dummy himself? Uh, the, thing, the thing that's cool about like prison escape attempts is when it's they're a crazy creative. person, they're very creative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this guy, <laughs> uh, an official says a prisoner in West Michigan. Uh, placed a makeshift dummy in his bed and buried himself in the prison yard garden in an attempt to escape. So he like holy shit. He put like a sleeping dude in his bed. Then when they were all out playing or the, whatever the prisoners old, do, the old fake out with the fucking yeah, <laughs> sleeping. He, he Ferris Bueller yeah. them. Uh, and then he buried himself in the yard. And then uh, basically they caught him trying to use his bed sheets to climb over the fence. But he almost made it. Holy fuck, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. So pretty. His uh, his his roommate uh, actually dimed him out. Dimed him out. So. He dimed oh, him out yeah. Someone's getting dead. So uh, what's funny about? I mean, they they presumably were sent back to the you know same room afterwards. I'm an oh, yeah. Listen, man. I'm hey, sorry. Hey, man. Hey, you dime me out. Uh, no, no. You know how long it took me to bury <laughs> there's, myself? There's 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 so there's you know the second you close your eyes, I'm going to stab you in the dick, right? <laughs> yep. Not if I stab you first. <laughs> Both just staying awake looking at each other. Knife <laughs> just right up his chin. Just holding it. Get ready. Man dressed as Sasquatch hit and killed near Canisville. A man wearing a Sasquatch suit died after being struck by two cars Sunday evening in the U.S. Highway 95. <laughs> I imagine at the same time. The Flathead County coroner has identified the victim as Randy Lee. <laughs> uh, Tenley, 44. Montana Highway Patrol uh, Trooper Jim Schneider says friends and the victim said Tenley was wearing a military-style camouflage uh, ghillie suit uh, in hopes of uh, creating a Bigfoot hoax. He wanted to make a Bigfoot hoax in Montana, so he presumably had a few drinks. Dressed See, as the Bigfoot. I gotta say, fuck people making Bigfoot hoaxes and UFO hoaxes. Hey, well, I mean, he may not have made the Bigfoot foot hoax he wanted to, yet he made the headlines. <laughs> yet he made the yet headlines. Yet he made the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. nice. There we go. There we go. Good credit point. where credit's due. What else yeah. is he called? The Abominable Snowman? Uh, yeah. The Sam Squatch. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Sam Squatch. The Yowie. The, uh, no, not the Yowie. That's, that's the gay hentai. Well, there's a well. It's spelled differently, but uh, oh, it smells the, the, uh, the same. But it rose by any other name. Well, it's right? actually funny. The skunk ape. There's a skunk ape. Yeah, and all these names actually refer to different creatures in different local locales in the world. Yeah, like yeah, the skunk ape is around. Uh, I think like Louisiana, where it smells. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, and there's also no where you have like bears that smell like shit and skunks that smell like shit and other things that could be missing. And bears covered in skunk smell. Yeah, bears covered in skunks and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> riding, riding wolves. Yeah. Terrifying stuff. Uh, so apparently he was hit by a 15-year-old driving southbound. Uh, she murdered him and knocked him into the northbound lane where he was hit by another 15-year-old. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Fucking 15-year-olds. Get your shit together. Well, the first one that hits him, you gotta be like, why the fuck are 15-year-olds driving? I thought it was 16. That Good point. Very good point. It's Montana. I would assume the driving age is at least 16. Well, at least up at a year. Come on, guys. Yeah. So 15-year-old's cars? We've got to save the Sasquatches. <laughs> Give him control of, like, fucking two-ton piles of metal that fly at 100 kilometers per hour or more. What the fuck kind of car was she driving? Fucking old school a truck, Cadillac maybe? I don't know. <laughs> two tons and shit? 
Fucking big old diesel trucks are half tons. Sure. <laughs> two ton car. Oh, well, fuck. I don't know, maybe it's made of iron. Filled with sand. <laughs> Lobster made of magnet. Uh, music. No. <laughs> so U.S. music file share must pay damages. Okay, so this is great. Um, this guy, it's from a BBC uh, website, but it's... Uh, <laughs> this guy actually got busted for like, using Kazon. This <laughs> is amazing. Yes, I love this story. I had to put it in here because I know you guys will have a good laugh at it. Uh, his name is Joel Tenenbaum. Uh, he must pay... <laughs> 600, six Tenenbaum. $675,000 in damages fuck. awarded to the major U.S. music labels after his request for a retrieval was turned down. Retrial, sorry. Mr. Tannenbaum, 25, was found guilty of legally downloading and distributing 31 songs in 2007. That's like best of Credence. In 2007? Yeah. They got <laughs> yeah. him on like a fucking five-year-old fine. A judge in Massachusetts uh, ruled that the damages set by a jury in 2009 had been fair. <laughs> no, that's, that's about right. Yeah, about a million dollars. Do these judges not live in modern society? Where they, he downloaded <laughs> thirty-one songs. Yeah, about a million dollars sounds good. Like yeah. mashing delete on all his downloaded that, music. That judge yeah. never, never illegally downloaded anything yeah, ever. No, uh, never, uh, never burnt a CD. Never, never bought a used CD. Mister Tedabob was sick. Hold on. He was charged in 2007, but he was 16, so nine years ago from today. Yeah, nine years ago <laughs> from today. So it was 2002, 2003. I guess, yeah. Yeah, uh, Mr. John was 16 years old when a letter was sent to his parents' home accusing him of illegal file sharing. <laughs> a letter? That, that seems a little outrageous. <laughs> they sent a letter. Yeah. $1,000. He was asked to pay $5,250 for downloading seven songs. He claims he uh, offered $500, which he was uh, all he could afford at the time, uh, but it was declined. In 2007, the case went to court for the first time. Uh, on his website, Joel Tenenbaum says he, uh, that he counterclaimed asserting abuse of federal power. He refused uh, to settle for the new trial that was set in 2009, and the result of the trial was awarding a damage to the music. So, um, th- th- this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. He downloaded 31 songs, and he owes more than half a million dollars to 31 music labels. Uh, okay, I don't even know where to start with this. He, how can any human afford that? How does a human get caught? <laughs> yeah, like, what were they fucking... What was he... What songs were they that they ch- traced his IP Metallica address? Or, like, or what? Like, like, yeah, how yeah, was yeah. he downloading them, too? Lars Ulrich is all yeah. over it. Like, what happened? Did he download them off, like, the FBI server? How did this happen? Was it a sting? I'm Chris Hansen. Let me yeah. sit over there. Are you sure Music Guru 37? Does this sound familiar to you? Best of Nickelback. <laughs> Look at this photograph.mp3. <laughs> no? How about <laughs> fucking going through the list? I, I was trying to think of a song that would be funny in this case, yeah. but yeah, Been Caught Stealing by Jane's Addiction. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic <laughs> that you were caught stealing for stealing the song. Do you see the irony? Because we, we caught you stealing, we caught you stealing it. Do you, stealing uh, it. And don't 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 mistake. Moving, moving on. <laughs> you wouldn't download a car. <laughs> Straight up. You wouldn't download a lady's purse. Uh, if I could download a car, I'd download it. Shut up. <laughs> if I could download a car, I'd download it and make copies for all my friends. <laughs> yep. Copy that. Uh, box office this week. Expendables don't copy two. That uh, don't cover there forever. Uh, continues a very sad first place lead with thirteen point four million dollars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. first place though. Why is that sad? It's the lowest opening of any movie this year. Oh, that's kind of sad. Yeah, a little bit. Considering other movies that have been number one well, this it's year. It's coming around the end of the summer. The summer blockbusters are fading out. <laughs> people have seen enough bullets shot into other people. Yeah. Yeah. Even in real life. <laughs> the, b- beyond anyone's expectations, people are actually getting tired of men getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Born Legacy, uh, number two with 9.3. Uh, Paranorman, at number three with 8.6. The Campaign, 7.4, number four. Dark Knight Rises, at number five, 7.2. 
The Odd Life of Timothy Green at 7.1 at number 6. Uh, 2016 Obama's America at number 7. I don't know what that is. A documentary of Probably some a kind documentary. Of, uh, Premium Rush, which is the Joseph Gordon-Levitt bicycle riding movie, opens at uh, number 8 with $6 million. It's crazy that number 8 makes $6 because usually during like the winter season or something, it'd be like... Two. Yeah. Uh, Hope Springs, uh, 5.7. Hit and Run. Uh, what's Hit and Run? That's... I don't something. even know. I'm not... I've never heard of that anybody? shit. Fuck, no? I've heard of that no? movie. Uh, anyways, that's 4.5. And then uh, The Apparition opened up at number 12, which is apparently a fucking terrible movie. Yeah, I think it's at zero mm. or something on, uh, like, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> there's nothing good about it. Toxic Avenger. Any Toxic Avenger uh, fans in the house? <laughs> oh, right here. Toxic Avenger. <laughs> right Toxic here. They're remaking it. Wow. That I don't know about. Uh, set, set to currently yeah. play the lead character is John Travolta. Oh my god. What? I'm a ghost. The whole, the whole concept of Toxic Avenger it's, was very 80s. It's so weird. How do you... <laughs> I don't know. I now mean, I'm a No, I, that, that, <laughs> to me that movie's in like the untouchable category. Yeah, like you, you, can't, you can't get more Toxic Avenger than Did the Toxic Avenger. Did you know Avenger. they're remaking Videodrome? What the fuck, Lee? <laughs> what is this noise you're chirping at me? Why don't they just make new movies? Fucking no. stop it, movie industry. You're worse <laughs> than the video game industry stop now. Stop it. What, people sliding DVDs into their fucking stomachs? Come I on, have, man. okay, you know what, I'll offset those two terrible remake things with one possibly good one. Uh, the remaking Unforgiven. In Japan. Oh. Starring Ken Watanabe. Oh, Ken Watanabe, eh? Yeah. Oh. 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 Of course, uh, <laughs> I mean, they, they mentioned some history here. John Sturges, of course, uh, took, took Seven Samurai, made it into the Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. Westernized that classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Sergio Leone's uh, F- Fistful of Dollars, of course, which was Joe Jumbo, mm-hmm. more, more more or less. Yeah. Uh, so now, in some weird ironic turn of fate, they're going to take on Unforgiven, which is a Clint Eastwood directed movie, starring Clint Eastwood. Guess what, America? Yeah. <laughs> this is and interesting. I like Ken Watanabe. I, I enjoyed yeah. him. I haven't cool seen guy. him a whole lot, yeah. but uh, I do. I do like him. They are all beautiful. That's my Ken Watanabe impression. It's good. That's my every Japanese man. <laughs> no, I, I, that's cool, man. I'm. Uh, you're right. I am I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, I'd say I'd say it's due. You know, all the uh, westernization of Japanese movies. Well, Unforgiven is not an old movie. Unforgiven is from the '90s, isn't it? '80s. No, 90s? but not to mention it's uh, it's more recontextualizing. Yeah. more than just like because the thing is, you have you have yeah. movies that are like the vision of the director is a big reason and why that movie works or doesn't work. David Cronenberg's Videodrome. Who's going to take that movie and and make it anything yeah. worth? Evil Dead. Who's going to take Evil Dead and make it a, a better conceptual movie than Sam Raimi? It's done. It's already that that particular formula has been run its course, right? Mm-hmm. We agree, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's I very agree. it's very B movie and has its own B movie style, and it's like that's what makes it what it is. You can't Hollywoodize that anymore, really, and it loses its appeal. Well, David Cronenberg's idea of horror is it varies very differently from uh, anyone else's. You could really say he kind of stands alone. <laughs> and as yeah, far as horror goes, sim- Evil Dead is <laughs> debatably horror. Well, Evil Dead, yeah. Well, some of the Evil Dead. I mean, I don't, I don't doubt they could, because at the end of the the day, Sam Raimi's Evil, Sam Raimi's Evil Dead movie was it was the basic formula of kids go to the woods, have sex, do drugs, and die, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Get murdered uh, by zombies and what have you. Uh, something like Videodrome, or like at, at large, the the Cronenberg Library is like you wouldn't remake Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro. You wouldn't. You're not gonna one up <laughs> that give movie. Twenty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> give, give, give a little bit. I, there's just no way that movie could be better than it is because you'd always just be like, man, the first one was so much more imaginative. It, was, it was such an original concept. Yeah, sure. That's more or less what I'm trying to say. 
Yeah. But the Cronenberg stuff is just like, it's so out there. It's just like, it, it's in his own head, man. Like, you're not going to... Yeah. Like, you can take the concept, but you're, you're never going to get in the same headspace yeah. as that dude was when he made that movie. It's impossible. The, the Cronenberg himself won't be able to get in the headspace he was when yeah, he made Yeah, dudes like, like Cronenberg and David Lynch and like that kind of director. Because Cronenberg's... Like the, the strange, yeah, yeah. like... He, he took... He just... He made all those fucked up movies, and then he what he took from that was that like, you can still see echoes of in something like a history of violence or like uh, or even uh, what was that that damn Sigmund Freud movie, <laughs> uh, Dangerous Method. How like characters interact with each other and how conflict happens in his movies is always so very awkward and scary. Like it's always so like unsettling. Yeah, unsettling, yeah. unsettling is a good word for his movies. They yeah. are unsettling. Mm, there, there. There it is. <laughs> I fucking love Cronenberg. Like, I just want to like make that, sure that yeah, that's what I call a two thousandization, which is a you can see it in an, an equivalent uh, video games kind of picked up where movies left off, where it's like, well, damn, original concepts and ideas are just really nowhere to be seen. A lot of it is like, hey, you know what was successful? This thing. Let's make that thing. It's like. There, well, shit. Again and again and again. There's yeah. Some, there are some cool new ones every, like, amongst the... It's true, the but not as much as there used to be, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is now, too, is we have, um, with special effects taking such leaps and bounds, like, something like Inception. You can never do Inception in, like, the 1940s, 50s. That's a well, movie no. that's in its own time. So we need more We need more visionary directors mm-hmm. that are just like, now anything I can think of, oh, yeah. I, could, I could actually do. So who hasn't thought of doing a, a we gotta, dream we got to put the science back in science fiction, because science now is... There it is, the science back. We're finding so much new, amazing shit. Like, Inception is like, dreams within dreams within dreams. That's a real thing that can happen. Maybe. That's debatable. Well, That's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> figuratively, not literally dreams within dreams, but in a dream you can have a dream, and if you're dreaming that you think you're dreaming, etc., etc. have a dream. But, uh, you know, we gotta do things now. We gotta run with the science we have now and turn that into the science fiction of uh, movies today. Yeah. I agree. Like stem cells. No one's made a movie about stem cells going crazy yet. Let's do it. You think they'd do it? Like, like arms yeah. growing out of control in jars and shit? Yeah, like yeah. like a mutant outbreak or something like that. You'd think we'd have shit like that, but no, no one's making movies like that. Well, we always have movies that, like, uh, like <clears throat> if it's a horror movie or it's a zombie outbreak movie or something like that, they, they take, they rip from the headlines, so like... Yeah. Something like Avian Flu became a zombie movie. Like, there's there's yeah. a movie that references it. And it's something just... else that is pissing me off about all horror everywhere. And something jump else. scares. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Fuck jump not scares. Not scary. No. Jump scares are not scary. All They're psychological startling. horror. Yeah. They are startling, good sir. Bring back unsettling horror. That's I like that. Unsettling horrors. Dumb and Dumber sequel <laughs> plot revealed. Uh, so apparently that is happening now. Oh, I thought it was. Thought, Jim Carrey yeah. was like off of it, and then suddenly he was just back on it. So hey, that's good. I like. Hey, it. I like, that <laughs> I like keep, seeing Jim Carrey. I like them keeping me on my toes. They've <laughs> apparently been uh, trying to get him for a role in Kickass Two. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. If anybody can have fun in a movie more than Nick Cage, it might be Jim Carrey. Uh, I I am curious to see who he would play in that movie. I have an idea, yeah. having read the book, what he might play. Uh, basically, in Kickass Two. Um, uh, there's like a Justice League, so to speak, of like oh. adults and kids that fight crime, uh, and like the main leader of that is kind of like this eccentric dude. I can imagine Jim Carrey fitting in that role. Being that uh, dude, I, I hate seeing Jim Carrey typecast. He's a versatile guy. It's it's not eccentric like he's talking out of his ass and like you know, well, yeah, yeah, dancing but... around. He's it seems like if he could, he's hyperactive. Like it's someone that that Jim Carrey could actually fit the role of. Depending okay. on that, who knows who they're going to go with it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I've I've expressed my opinion. Kick ass two is fucking like, dark. I, I love a more subdued Jim Carrey like Truman Show. 
or uh, yeah, when he plays the straight man to crazy things, that's a really interesting. No, role no, but and he plays it well too. I mean, there's still flashes of it. You can still see like his his Jim Carreyisms. Yeah, 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 all over the place, but still like little, little bit more restraint. Mm-hmm. I like that because guy's an actor. He's got chops. He's got them chops. And he doesn't just have to be like fucking wacky nineties. It's weird uh, that he's like not in time. movies. Like for such a guy who's so huge and still has a following that he's, he's well, not he's in had he's had enough many. flops that I think people are avoiding him. Mm-hmm. Bruce Almighty was, was his last few... like big Jim Carrey movie. And that frankly, well. no, I like Bruce he's, Almighty. He's been right. in stuff since then. Like there's Mr. Popper's Penguins. He's knocking the bottom yeah. out of Jennifer there's, Aniston um, in that movie. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah. yeah, I love you, Philip Morris. Wait, wasn't he actually dating Jennifer Aniston? No, no. I thought he that was, was in your that was in your dreams. That was in your no, dream within a dream. Jenny McCarthy. For some reason, I can't believe that he was married to Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, who's naked in the Playboy right there? You can see Jim Carrey's. Where were he used to come? <laughs> Good on That's you, what it said on the front. See where Jim used to come. Where is Jim came before? He's like one of my favorite celebrities. Jim has come and gone. He's fucking friends with Stephen Hawking and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. It's the best. Even potato salad and bring this. Uh, I think that dude would fit in, like, it, give him a television show or a sitcom or something, too. Like, you put that guy on TV. Well, what would he do, though? He used to be on show? TV. F- fuck. Anything. Make well, him, like, a, a, make him a, a dad. Okay, like a TV drama, yeah. not like a talk show. Yeah, or get him, crazy. get him yeah. a wife who's like she's a little chubby, but it's got a huge rack and she's hot. They give him some kids. He's got like a tow-headed youngster, uh, a boy who's like gay, and he yeah. hates that the kid is gay. And then, well, he doesn't hate it; he accepts the kid, but yeah. he's just always he has like, trouble accepting. Yeah, the kid's yeah. like painting his nails, and he's just like, Ugh! "That's a conflict." Like, yeah. yeah, and they just go on crazy. What, what would he be? What would be his job? What would his Jim Carrey's job? job be on this sitcom? He'd be like, uh, let's see, it's got to be something, something good. He'd be like a fucking origami specialist. He'd <laughs> you know? oh, yeah, be sitting there folding origami all the time. <laughs> That'd be so boring so quickly. Well, no, he wouldn't have stock origami. He'd have to create new shit. He'd have to be like I, I don't want to say he's a news actor or a, or a, or a weatherman because that's been done. Or a cable guy. Or a cable guy. Yeah, I wouldn't give him a really public job. I'd no. give him like a more. Uh, Maybe he's like a no. He wouldn't be a lawyer because that's been done. No, we wouldn't give him the average office pet, job either. He'd have something no. crazy. <laughs> no, damn it. <laughs> he would work. He'd be like a graphic designer. Because he has to also like part of the sitcom is also he, when he goes to his job. There's a, a cast of characters there as well. Maybe Andy Dix on the show. Maybe they bring he Andy creates Dix. T-shirt no, designs. No. Come on, know. why would he give he's that, that sentence? No, 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 he's not in a lot. Then he he's a cop. <laughs> That's something I don't see Jim Carrey in. He's a, he's a he's a police officer. Yeah. Or he works at a library. <laughs> yeah, there he <laughs> No, no, he was a, he was a cop in me, myself, and Irene, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Trevin. Hey, you didn't catch it. So fuck you. <laughs> so fuck you too. So double um, fuck. Or like you go really out there and he's a superhero. <laughs> what? Like at nighttime he fights crime. A detective could be cool. A, det- a private detective. Like CSI a shit. Pet and, detective. and the show is just called Private Dick. <laughs> God damn it. It's starring Jim well, Carrey huh? and uh, that dude, that chick. Who plays wife? Who, who plays who wife? Plays wife? Uh, what's her name from uh, King of Queens? Clear <laughs> meaning? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she, she the default wives. wife, yeah. <laughs> she's she's good looking. She's believable as a wife. Or would he have, like, the blackest wife ever? Like, he has a black wife? So he's just Jonathan Pathetic at this point? No, no, like, a, <laughs> his wife's just, like, just, like, really, really Ebonics-style black. <laughs> and he has, like, trouble relating to her at times, but at times they get How along they super well. How they married, then? That, well, you have to have conflict in your There's a running gag sitcom. that you can never understand what she's saying. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what's for dinner? Uh, she says something crazy. He's like, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sounds good. I like that. Back to my job at the origami factory. 
<laughs> it aired for two episodes before it was probably He's like canceled. an origami designer. He used to think up new origamis. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, if there's a place for Jim Carrey on TV. An origami engineer. Mm-hmm. I truly believe Jim Carrey. If there's a place for like all these other Hollywood celebrities, definitely Jim Carrey. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Give him a talk show late at night. Like, I don't know. How do you... I don't know. I don't, I, 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 I don't know about a talk show, Jim Carrey. He's just sitting there doing nothing. So, uh, so anyways, uh, Dumb and Dumber sequel. Uh, apparently, this is uh, this is what we know of the plot. <clears throat> uh, I can tell you that there is no growth, growth, uh, growth <laughs> out of either one of them, and it's 20 years later. The story revolves around the fact that one of them may have sired a child. They want to go find the child because he's having a kidney problem, and he wants to ask him for one of his kidneys. There you huh. That's it. It works. Yeah. I mean, all you okay. gotta do is get these guys on a, on the road, and we have a movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jeff Daniels. I'm digging it. Also, we need to put Jeff Daniels. Yeah, in what things. the fuck? Yeah, where's, where's he been? It? Come on, you guys. <laughs> Come on, Hollywood. Yeah, give him a. So Peter Jackson finally kind of ex- explained what happened to Guillermo del Toro's work on the Hobbit because originally Guillermo del Toro was making. Oh, that's the right. Hobbit. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, Peter Jackson was going to. Uh, to had notebooks and, and then, shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, apparently it had all really been planned out. Like Guillermo del Toro was good to go. He had some really really cool ideas, and it was going to be. Uh, as as Peter Jackson says here, um, it was very much the stuff that you would recognize from Pan's Labyrinth or Hellboy. So, the reason why I thought they got him on the movie was they were going to make something that was stylistically different than the Lord of the Rings movies. But when you think Hobbit, and then you think something visually like Pan's Labyrinth, it just fucking makes sense. Yeah. To make like the characters those like super cool like just you'd imagine the world he would craft with hobbits oh, and yeah. dwarves and, and wizards. you gotta make Gollum look like really imposing too. Oh yeah, Gollum was a, cool. like a fucking main antagonist in that movie. He wasn't just like a snivelly little thing. He was a fucking huge monster. <laughs> a snivelly little thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's what he was in the fucking Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, so it could be super, super cool. Um, past that, apparently there's going to be some echoes of his work, but uh, basically when Peter Jackson took over directing, uh, he wanted to kind of scrap the Guillermo stuff because he's like, if Guillermo del Toro was making this movie, it would have been awesome, but I'm not going to make a Guillermo del Toro movie because it's like, that's his shtick, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's where they kind of went with the, and now it's going to be three movies that look exactly like Lord of the Rings. Oh, which fuck, man. I completely I was... forgot about Smog the Dragon. Yeah. That would look bad. Or the giants. The giants that are like hanging out. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, so I'm looking forward to the, the Hobbit stuff, but I, I would have been more looking forward to Guillermo del Toro's take because yeah, anything by that guy is... Because, I mean, we've, yeah. seen, we've seen that world three times with Peter Jackson already, yeah. so like, yeah. give mm. someone else a shot at it. Yeah. Like you, uh, something like Hellboy Two, when you have like when they go to the uh, the market or whatever, like the underworld market, and they oh, have yeah. all those characters. And well, stuff Del Toro, I'm a big fan. You can just pause, like just keep pausing every five seconds, Find and just shit. look at the yeah. look at the scene because you're just like, what the hell is that thing? It's like where's Waldo? Yeah, they yeah. built this like elaborate costume that some dudes like barely walking yeah. around it, and it's just there for five seconds and it's gone. Yeah. It's like some Star Wars cantina shit there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but better because those costumes were. Pretty fucking shitty, but but they led to awesome characters. The they fucking did. hammerhead dude, the the blue elephant guy. <laughs> yeah, the blue the blue aliens with the red eyes, like the generic gray looking alien dudes. Uh, the the cantina band, of course. Uh, they, they have a name, they're like Mouse. something with a B and the something something. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, you can you can play as them in Star Wars Galaxies. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, so Trevin, Stan Lee, and you have something in common. Hey, that's cool. You're both old. That's true. No. no. Uh, Actually, that's not true. I'm you both old. created Spider-Man with Steve Ditko. Hey, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they interviewed Stan recently at Fan Expo, which was this last weekend, and they asked him uh, which Marvel movies he didn't like. Hey, oh. Stan, what don't what didn't you like, Stan? I hate Spider-Man. Why do they keep saying I like him? He's <laughs> fucking retarded. <laughs> he hates Spider-Man in general. Uh, here's his quote. Truth comes out. I would have liked the Hulk to be smaller in the first two movies, and I didn't like the way Doctor Doom was portrayed in Fantastic Four. There yeah, yeah, there we of go. Of course. I hear this you, is from Stan. the man himself. Because he's a so. fucking pussy in the movies. Yeah, he doesn't even, like, move an inch. He's like, oh, guess I'm getting beaten up. 
<laughs> when he says he liked the Hulk to be smaller, he means physically? In what he has said the first movies? So. He said the the first two, so the ones that exist currently. Which ones are you talking about? Is Ang- he talking about them? The Ang Lee Eric one Banner and the and, um, yeah. So and Hulk the, and Norton. the Hulk? Incredible no, was... oh, the Hulk and Incredible Hulk. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He wanted the Hulk to be physically littler. He's a monster. Sense, he's huge. Yeah. He's like what, fifteen feet but tall? But in the comics, he's fucking. Well, yeah, huge. but I imagine Stanley likes uh, Stanley likes yeah. a Golden Age Hulk and stuff. He preferred like a Lou Ferrigno Hulk, yeah, which is yeah. dude painted up, like just like a guy who's maybe like seven, eight feet tall and huge and green. Th- this is the only way this would work in a modern movie. You could otherwise you'd be silly. Right? Yeah, I like the big Hulk. Hollywood has like gone so far with things that if you make the Hulk a little bit like not a giant like twenty foot tall kind of monstery guy, it's people aren't impressed anymore. You know. It's hard to impress him. Uh, yeah. He goes on to say, uh, Now with Daredevil, they just wrote the whole thing wrong. They made him too tragic. That's not the way I wrote him. I think they're working on a new Daredevil movie, and it would be better, so hold on your judgment until then. So he uh, he didn't okay. like how kind of emo they made that first Daredevil movie. Yeah. Like, he's a happy think, guy yeah. who can't see and lost yeah. his father to the mafia. The movie, they're like, <laughs> blind. So blind. <laughs> All he sees is black. All he the sees black. is black. The black. All he sees is mine. Uh, the black of his soul. Can't even see his loved one's face. <laughs> you can't feel too bad about it, because, like, he's a fucking superhero. Like, yeah, no. and he can see. He just can see, like, no, no, vibrations. But he's got, a, he's got a mosey around town being blind all the time. But he's it was not. cool because it always added to his secret identity, where he's just like, well, there's no way Matt Murdock is Daredevil. Matt Murdock's a fucking blind lawyer. Yeah. But now it's huh. pretty much out there. Daredevil now, almost everybody knows Matt Murdock is Daredevil, so... It's, it's like a known fact, but he still denies it. So it's one of those things where, much like tits on the internet, if you continuously deny something, it's never truly re- real. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of neat that way. It's kind of yeah. cool. No, but I'm saying... There's he, always the speculation. Yeah. He also murdered uh, Bullseye in Shadowland. Sweet. Had enough of him. <laughs> yeah. No, he did. He's just like, that's yeah. enough. And he, he stabs him in the heart. <laughs> it's pretty badass. But of course, he wasn't himself. He was being controlled by the Beast, which is an amalgam of the Hand Ninjas thing, so... Uh, Shadowland wrapped up very weird. Let's just put uh, it that way. I, I thought agree. it was going to be really cool where Moon Knight was going to take him out and like kill him or something, but no, it didn't happen. Marvel needs to uh, to really start swinging for the fences with that kind of shit. Just, just kill people. You know how many yeah. goddamn superheroes you have? Just murder them. You can bring kill them back. Me. You bring them back all the time. We're yeah. not surprised when you do it anymore. Just... And then meanwhile, they, they go and actually kill like a, a big character in like the, the Sentry. Mike is a huge fan of the Sentry. They murdered him. I thought him. the Sentry was awesome. The Sentry is badass. He was like a super interesting yeah. layered character. He was like Superman with metal hair. <laughs> and insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if he lost, and if he, you know, he, he got off his pills, he became a giant what was, black What monster. was his whole shtick? Was it like, if you had that much power, wouldn't you be insane kind of thing? No, no. Uh, he was just mentally deranged with powers. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was schizophrenic, um, and he was always being manipulated by people, and he had the power of a thousand suns. So he was yeah. the strongest thing in the Marvel Universe at that point. Yeah. Um, but... When he was the Sentry, when he was been manipulated, he never used his full power because he wouldn't destroy Earth. Yeah. But when he fucking snapped and became the Void, as he was known, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. then you know shits on. So uh, so eventually they had yeah. to kill him. Yeah, it was cool. Thor smacked him in the face with a hammer, and then Iron Man crashed a helicarrier into him, <laughs> and that pretty much did him in. Uh, <laughs> what was cool is he was human when the helicarrier hit him. <laughs> so yeah. he. he it was not necessary. It was, kind it was of overkill. Yeah. Someone could have put, put a gun to his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Punched like if Thor had just backhanded him. It Thor could have just hit him again. <laughs> <laughs> Thor just hit him again. Jesus Christ! I'm tired. All right, let me get the helicarrier. Right, it's just like get everybody off the helicarrier. Why? I'm turning it into a missile. <laughs> I'm going like, to do something right, cool. cool. <laughs> Check it. 
Check them souls. Uh, Seems less intimate, more detached if you just can't see it happen. You yeah. want to uh, talk about what you'd want him. to see. Uh, he <laughs> says, Deadpool is such a popular character, I'd be surprised if he wasn't in his own movie in the near future. Or introduced into another movie first. Uh, they're thinking about a Doctor Strange movie, a Black Panther movie, an Ant-Man movie. Oh, fuck yeah. They're not Doctor thinking Strange about an Ant-Man movie. It's, it's happening. Doing it. <laughs> yeah. This, there's this, just so this, many this ideas. Interviews a little. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're thinking of doing this Ant-Man movie. They confirmed it at Comic-Con. Well, I didn't. <laughs> now I am. I now it's it. confirmed. Stan Lee okay. confirmed it just now. Okay, Stan. It's confirmed. <laughs> when do I get my lunch? You promised me a free lunch. They made Doctor <laughs> Doom a puss, yeah. I, I have nothing wrong yeah. with the casting if they would have would have made him more badass. And got his origins and everything. Well, it's and the, and the entire yeah. movie around him and <laughs> yeah. all the casting yeah. for those characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he had been in a good movie, perhaps mm. it would have been good. Uh, playing this weekend, uh, we got video games, bros. It's Madden, John, Madden, Madden football. Madden, Madden. Selling really well. Way better than last year's. People love their Madden. Yeah. Ooh, that they do. Yeah. Today, last year's didn't sell shit all, but this oh. one had a demo, and apparently, uh, to quote a gentleman that came to the store earlier, it's like you actually need to know football to play this game. I, I, I believe it. Because really, the people who like football are the people who buying Madden. Yeah. And uh, if you're like me, you just run Hail Mary passes every time. Yeah. You usually win. Because, I mean, no one fucks the, the Hail Mary. Uh, other than that, uh, for the PS3, you got all kinds of shit. Uh, God of War Saga for 40 bucks that gets you the two PSP games as well as the three original games. Hmm. Uh, Infamous Collector's Edition is Infamous 1 and 2 released. Journey Collector's Edition is super cool. For 30 bucks, you get Flow, Flower, and Journey and like some making up DVD for huh. 30 bucks. Uh, Ratchet & Clank Collection is the three first H- uh, um Russian Clink games in HD. Cool. Uh, past that, some digital Damn, release. Talk about of- Rock Band Blitz, which is frequency mixed with audio surf yeah. mixed with yeah. all your Rock Band tracks. Which not is bad. Not bad. Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD is on the PS3 now, so check that out. Fifteen bucks. Um, Psychonauts, the classic Psychonauts, oh, ten bucks yeah, yeah. on PSN right now. Uh, the Vita got updated. It can play PS1 games now. So oh, a reason neat. to dust off your Vita to play <laughs> games that were released over thirteen years ago. Yeah, games you already played. Uh, but I can play them on the toilet. Okay. Oh wait, you can already do that with the PSP. Yep. I don't even know what to say. There we go. Right now. Uh, past that, what do we got? Oh, uh, Mass Effect 3 uh, DLC's out. Leviathan. <laughs> if anyone wants to play Mass Effect 3 anymore. <laughs> uh, apparently it's about going into space and finding some kind of giant creature that's big enough to destroy Reapers. <laughs> and it adds to your war assets by having this creature. Reapers can destroy the universe. Okay, we need to one-up this guy. <laughs> we need a flesh Reaper. Yep. I assume it's like a big whale. It's going to be like Star Trek. Just eat some. <laughs> yeah. We, there are whales here! <laughs> Um, that's that. Uh, that's that's about the long and short of it. <laughs> so, uh, one last thing to talk about this week is that Nintendo Power is closing its doors. Uh, they'll they'll be wrapping up. So, no Nintendo uh, mm. designated magazine. Well, you know, you have digital magazines, you have all those other websites. And, and, and more now. importantly, as someone who subscribed to Nintendo Power for a long time, and when the Switch happened, which is in two thousand four or five, they sold the magazine. To a magazine conglomerate that made like like horse and and, and car magazine, it was just like yeah. a big magazine conglomerate, and they changed the entire editorial staff. So the magazine was a new magazine with the old name on it, yeah. and sucked. <laughs> so, to all you there, out there that remember Nintendo Power from your youth being this ultimate badass thing, uh, have you read it in the past six years? It died years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been dead for a while. It's like uh, what's a band that lost uh, integral members lost that's steam. still. Still counts itself as the original band. Um, I mean, Guns N' Roses is a good example. Yeah. So like, Guns N' Roses is breaking up. Guns N' Roses broke up <laughs> fucking when Slash left, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, that's a good example, I guess, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. it works. It's all. Okay. We don't need another. Okay, no. good. Uh, no, so uh, so that's that's it. That's it for Nintendo Power Magazine. Okay. Yeah. 
I, man, the old the old issues are good times. They're they're fucking hilarious. Oh yeah, because originally yeah, the children's drawings. The, uh, yeah, the, the drawings and also the fact that the the editors uh, were sarcastic assholes to everyone, yeah. like constantly with the letter section. If you asked a legitimate question that you know is a, a good inquiry, they would just shut you down with some fucking retarded comment. Like they were yeah. complete asses, and that made it really fun to read because. It was all kids, right? So it was just like, hey, is it true that this and uh, whatever, faggot? And then just moved on. <laughs> is it true that your mom sucked my dick? Yes. <laughs> That's a child's Next magazine. question. <laughs> Let me ask you a question and answer it. Just, just the <laughs> idea that I, I miss the days of no internet when like a magazine was like, you picked up a magazine off the thing and that gave you the information. That was the only yeah. information you had. Cheat codes. Like strategy guides. Strategies. Yeah. Uh, what, knowing what games are coming out was fucking oh, yeah. huge, man. Knowing games before they came out. I remember seeing uh, pictures of Pokemon for the second generation before they actually came out. I kept telling people, no one fucking believed me either. I had a Tips and Trips, trips bleh, Tricks magazine that's like, all new 100, 100 Pokemon revealed. And they had all their Japanese names, but in, like, Romanji. And I'm like, no way am I going to remember these goddamn names. It's impossible. They're all fucking weird. Ticks and Trips. People falling into piles of parasites. <laughs> ticks and Tricks. Ticks and Trips. Got your again. <laughs> no! They're tripping into piles of ticks. Fall into the fucking pit of ticks. You'll never go to the moon. Uh, just no. got drowned in leeches. Oh God, no, man! Those those were the days, man. Yeah. All playground and stuff. I remember the one time we were uh, we lost all the mystery. Elementary school. Someone brought in a Pokemon Red and Blue guide, like the original one with the stickers yeah. in the back and stuff. And they're just like, holy shit! This tells you what level Pokemon evolve, what level they learn learn moves. It shows you the maps where all the items are located. And that That's was crazy. a official Nintendo Power guide. That's like a so. Bible. You would never let that thing go. No, nor would you ever need them with today's video games. Is the, is well, probably yeah, the yeah. the sadder part is. No, video games tell you how to beat the game. Push this, push X to win. <laughs> yeah, it's sad, Arlie. It's it sad. Is. That's the podcast for this week. We have a big milestone coming up, boys. Oh yeah, 150 episodes under our belt. Next time, and a palindrome. <laughs> and a palindrome immediately after that. 151. This is this is too much to handle. <laughs> uh, apparently, most of us are going away this weekend. Arlie, you're heading to Minneapolis. Yes, Trevin, sir. you were just in the states. Yeah, you early bird got the worm there. Early bird got the jeans, but no blacks. No. Uh, specifically uh, I would name the episode No Blacks but I don't think I can actually do that yeah <laughs> maybe uh, and then I'm heading to Grand Forks as well so I'll get my, my smoke my drink on yes sir yes sir gonna eat, <laughs> gonna eat really cheap steaks and ribs until I puke so that's that's about the longest, uh, so we're kind of fucked up this was last week's episode I'm recording on a Tuesday yeah. so we need to do an episode immediately after the weekend at some point so maybe next Tuesday Maybe. And then catch up again with a later in the week podcast. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll figure some yeah. shit. It was yeah. just me talking about like, well, this is episode 151. One one fifty one. That's the podcast for this week. And that's just the tits. Of the iceberg. Of, of the iceberg. We should create a script, a speech, in case 150 like went horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Down the hill